welcome to another episode of my podcast semicolon um today we'll talk about a day in the life of a person with an eating disorder and um generally i was just um very hesitant to make an episode like this because first of all this is super personal and second of all this is also super subjective so um i wasn't sure if it's helpful and i wasn't sure if i'm comfortable sharing like such personal information if that makes sense um but i decided that i actually don't really give a fuck anymore so <laughs> i'll just share and i think it can also be super helpful for some people to just get an idea of what a day can look like for um a person with an eating disorder so um although this might be subjective and although i want you to take this with a grain of salt um i think that uh this can be especially helpful for people who have no idea about eating disorders and don't really comprehend um how much thinking <laughs> and how much um own battles are involved in this disorder in that kind of sense um but i also want you to be careful uh, with this information in general just um because it can be a little bit misleading because if you listen to an like an episode like this or if you like just generally like have an idea about what it could look like it doesn't mean that you know everyone else's eating disorders because eating disorders are really unique to the person and really subjective so i just want you to take this with a grain of salt especially when it comes to this because claiming that you know exactly what is going on with a person or um claiming that you know what's going on in their mind um or with them in general it's um it can quickly become offensive to a person and that is not that must not necessarily happen but it did happen to me quite a bit and i just felt even more misunderstood because i was just thinking like oh how can you dare to say that um you know exactly how you feel although you've never experienced the same thing as i have because even if you have experienced an eating disorder it might be very different to my experience if that makes sense but yeah i just wanted to add this because i think it's really important to know um but yeah so as i said before i think i will read this to you um like a short story and um i was it's kind of weird to do that because um it kind of seems like i'm reading like a good night story to you um and um it also kind of reminds me of class <laughs> like when you, when you had to read out loud in front of everyone but uh honestly i think this this can be super interesting and um i just also want to say that this is not like an intellectual masterpiece or anything like that i i'm just trying to get the message across and just trying to like give a little insight so i really hope that you'll enjoy and um i hope that you like it i'm somehow already awake before my alarm again i probably only had five hours of sleep but honestly it does not really make a difference anyway because i'm always tired my stomach is rumbling and it feels empty there we have it again the reason why i woke up i touch my hip bones and check like I always do in the morning. I touch my skin and I check again if I only feel skin on my bones and nothing else. Satisfied with what I feel, I get slightly excited because mornings mean breakfast and breakfast is the only meal where I somehow feel less guilty about eating when I stick to the usual. It's currently 5.25 in the morning to be exact. I go to the bathroom where there is a glass of water waiting for me that I set up every night. 
along with my clothes that I laid out for the day, my workout clothes for the 30 minutes that I'm doing every day before school, and my packed bag. I drink the water, I write my journal, check my to-do list, and do everything else that is part of my morning routine that I so carefully or rather psychotically composed in the last year. I go to my sister's room to start my workout and I set up my series that I've been watching every day for the past three weeks and every free moment that I had. I always do it, because if I don't work out, play hockey, stay with friends, or I'm at school or studying, I can hear my own thoughts, which I honestly cannot handle at the moment. So I distract myself. But right now, I'm honestly happy about working out because this is the only time in the day where I cannot hear myself think or feel anything. I don't have the capacity anymore to think of food or how I'm acting around people, about what I still need to do or how I look like today. This is the time of the day where I turn numb and I completely dissociate from my body. It feels like I can watch myself from the outside. I'm just going through the motions, but I'm completely empty inside. Like my body is kind of not even mine. And honestly, that is all I want. That my body is not mine. That it's not part of me. After my workout, I go shower quickly and do my everyday check in the mirror. I check how much bone you can see, if my thigh gap is there, if my abs are there, when I relax, how it's looking in the lighting, how it's looking in the mirror. I take a picture of my stomach today because I somehow am satisfied with how defined my abs are today. I put on my clothes and change pants three times because I'm on the one hand scared that someone in my family will make a comment about how thin I look in these pants. But on the other hand, I'm scared that someone else will see me and think that for a person who is anorexic, I'm actually not thin enough. It's always very weird because sometimes I feel like I literally have a split personality with these things. But whatever. I find an outfit that I'm fine with and I can hear my mom coming upstairs to make herself a coffee. The mere presence of them already makes me feel slightly anxious. Because I can already feel their looks when I prepare my food. Mom also has been looking really tired lately. You can really tell the sadness and her concern in her eyes. But honestly, I don't know what to do with myself. This is not my responsibility, right? Or is it maybe? Whatever. I pull myself together and start making half of my melon in my black coffee, as always. My dad now also joined us and made himself a coffee, but he made way too much milk and foam. He leans over and asks me if I want it. I just look at him with a slight confused face, like, excuse me, don't you know? After I don't say anything in return though, he's about to put it into my coffee, and that is the point where it hits me. Fuck, is he stupid? Like, he, he knows, he knows that I cannot drink milk. That would be an extra 50 calories, and I literally don't need that. That would be such a waste, literally just not be worth it. I snap out of it and nearly scream at him. He just looks at me very confused, and I realize how stupid I just made myself look, and how rude and dumb I am. I apologize quickly, finish my melon, and go to the bathroom. I feel so bad, but you should have known, right? This has been this way for nearly three years now, and it's not like something has changed in the last two years. Anyhow, I quickly bike to the bus station, and already feel a little dizzy as I'm biking, but I ignore it, as per usual. I get into the bus, say hello to my friends, and finally I'm ready to sleep again for the next 40 minutes. Finally. It's 7.35 and I'm already so tired that I don't really know what to do. I start to feel hungry again, which makes me a bit concerned considering that I can only eat 
in the next nine hours. Anyhow, school kind of goes by quickly during the first periods. In the break, everyone is sh sharing snacks, which I really always enjoy. Generally, it somehow fills me up when other people are eating. I cannot explain it. Also, when watching all the mukbangs and food porn videos, it's like I'm eating myself through imagination with them. And I can never really explain it to people because some friends also once thought that I just want to see them get fat. But that's actually not the case. I just feel like I'm winning my own battle against myself when I'm not eating what others are, if that makes any sense. It literally gives me a dopamine hit or like an energy rush. It's kind of like a drug. It's better than a drug. In the lunch break, I get some chewing gum and a Coke Zero, as always, and I return to class. The last two classes are always the toughest. At that point, it's already two, three-ish, and I have already reached the point where I'm not hungry anymore because I ignored my hunger for too long. But I'm super sluggish and I'm tired, and I cannot keep myself upright anymore. Even my head is too heavy now. I feel my eyes shutting closed every few seconds. But good that we have German this afternoon because I kind of have an agreement with the teacher that I can do whatever I want after showing her my work that I've already finished before most of my other classmates. Not because I'm so smart or something like that, but because I always do my work, my homework and everything that I'm expected to do on time and even a little more. So I give in and close my eyes and I literally doze off for a second until my friend realizes and taps me on the shoulder. It's so cold again. Someone opened the window and I literally want to bite their head off. I am freezing and I'm tired and I'm irritated at this point. My friends are making jokes, but honestly, I just find everyone to be extremely annoying today. Or maybe every day. People just annoy me. Class is over and I can finally go home and make some food before training today. I sleep somewhere in the bus and when I wake up, I can barely get myself up again. I'm just tired. Tired of this life. In the bus, my friends are chatting about going to a party and they can't stop talking about it. Everyone is extremely excited because girls get in for free and everyone, including myself, signed up for the guest list. But I honestly don't want to go. It really freaks me out already. Everyone will be drinking, which I honestly don't mind. I used to too. What I do mind though is drinking myself, going to the kebab stand at 4am, eating, although the next day has not started yet. What I do mind is that I will be sitting next to all of them, pretending that I'm not hungry, although my close friends know that I actually am. What I do mind is that while everyone is increasingly getting more drunk and silly, I'll get more tired and annoyed. Because we all know that I will be the sober one, since one shot of tequila will not get me drunk anyway. The one shot of tequila that I accounted for by not eating my entire dinner. I'll be the mom of the group, which I don't mind. But kind of do. I also want to be fun and let loose. No, what the fuck? It's good that I'm not part of this drinking culture. I'm doing this because I'm healthy and I want to perform. And not because I'm sick and scared of the calories. So maybe I should just let it be and cancel. By now, it's already four. And I'm just glad to be home. And that I don't have to talk to anyone anymore. This day was exhausting enough in itself. I make myself the usual salad, and while I'm debating if I should put one slice of sweet potato in my salad or not, my mom comes in and asks me about my day in the nicest way possible. I also don't really know why, but I get immediately irritated because I feel like she just wants to control me and check that I ate today. 
I also just don't want to talk to anyone anymore. I feel bad. She's trying so hard, and I'm just an absolute bitch. But I cannot help it. She's blaming herself, and I can see that. I can see it in her eyes. I hope she knows that it's not her fault. But I cannot deal with her emotions right now on top of mine. So I just give her the usual, I'm good, and turn towards my salad. At this point, I'm so hungry that I cannot even stand upright anymore. So I leave out the sweet potato because I just can't stand debating anymore and eat my salad in peace before I have to finish my homework and go to training. But of course not before I washed my hands, my face, and did all of the other small ticks that I've developed over the last year. When that's done, I quickly take a nap before I have to leave to go to training, because I know that otherwise I will not survive. I think about eating a small snack before my training, because I can feel that I'm too weak right now to keep up. I'm trying to figure out if it's really necessary or if I can maybe get away with just not eating the snack. But I decided that since I'm training with the older team, that I need some more energy. I take a bite from the energy bar and put the rest back into the packaging. For a second there, I wonder if I will be ever able to eat an entire bar of something again. Generally, will I ever be able to eat like a child again, carelessly, without a second thought? Whatever. What am I even saying? I'm fine. I have everything under control. And honestly, everyone is looking out for the diet around me, so I don't really give a fuck anymore. I have to do it. I leave to go to hockey, and I'm already very nervous because I'm on the one hand excited if we have a tough training because I really want it, and I also want to get better and improve myself because I really need to. But on the other hand, I am scared that my body just won't keep up. Maybe I'll collapse like last time. But whatever. I will manage. I always do, somehow. I somehow survive training, and my stomach is rumbling again. And again, a wave of euphoria overcomes me when I realize. But I ignore it again. For now, because I have to shower first when I get home, and I can maybe even make the time pass quicker like that so that I can eat closer to going to bed so that it's easier not to eat as much. I quickly chug a liter of water and hop into the shower. I body check again and start thinking about dinner. I think about the fact that dad cooked. It kind of freaks me out because he probably cooked again with so much oil, so we all kind of know that I won't eat that. I think I have some leftovers from yesterday, maybe I can make those. Or maybe I just make the salad again. That is always the safe option. So that's what I'm going with. I think about the video about healthy fats to get your hormones back into balance that I watched yesterday. My testosterone is apparently extremely high and my estrogen was undetectable, the doctor said during my last checkup. I hate this doctor with a passion. Partly because he has no idea about eating disorders and keeps on yapping about BMI and quartiles and that I won't be allowed to play hockey if I don't keep up that certain weight. But also partly because, first of all, he just makes me focus even more on numbers and weight. And second of all, because they all are just too stupid to understand that I've already surpassed this weight a long time ago. I am way under that weight. I really wonder how many brain cells this man has if he didn't think about the fact that I might have chugged three liters of water and worn extra layers and added things into my pockets to make myself heavier when they checked. And it worked every single time. And a small part of me resents everyone for not noticing because a small part of me wants to finally go to a clinic, wants help, wants to get healthy. 
No, what the fuck? What am I even thinking? I am not sick. I don't have a problem. Many people aren't even noticing that I'm sick or thin or something like that. So I'm clearly not sick enough. And either way, it doesn't really matter. So whatever. Well, back to my hormones. Does the testosterone make me look manly or something like that? I feel so out of touch with my feminine side. I don't feel feminine at all. Anyway, it doesn't really make a difference at this point. I have not looked at a boy or shown interest in anyone for a while now. A long while. Maybe one and a half years. Maybe I'm just like cold-hearted or emotionless. I add the quarter of the avocado, although I know it won't do shit. But at least I can pretend that I'm trying to get better. I ignore the comments and looks of my parents. I, however, can't stand how my sister looks at me. So much pity. So everything is just getting too much and I cannot deal anymore. So I quickly excuse myself to go to do homework upstairs. As I go to bed, watching food porn stuff yet again, I am very happy when I realize that I'm still hungry. This means that I will wake up feeling light, not heavy, not like I'm too much. It means that I had everything under control today and that I was perfect in my own little way. I go to bed and I realize that tomorrow all of this will happen all over again. It's an endless cycle, my endless cycle, and I chose this cycle, this life. How does that make any sense anyway? I don't know. I need this somehow. I can't explain it. It's like part of me. It's who I've become. It consumes me. And I hate it with every part of my being. But I cannot help myself. I really do want to get healthy again. Like for real. And not this half-assed stuff where I'm lying to myself what I've been doing for the past year or two. But I'm scared. My eating disorder is everything that I have at this point. I do not know who I am without it. Especially since I screwed up my hockey future. So if I'm not Titi, the hockey player, and also not Titi with an eating disorder, who am I actually? <laughs> If I recover, what will people think when they see me again? They think my normal is the way that I look right now. So I'm scared of what they will think if they see me again, and I'm just my other normal again. So I'm just scared of what I will think of myself when I'm at my normal again. What does the normal even mean? Because the problem with all of this is that I will then be confronted with the question of who I actually am. And honestly, that is the scariest question of them all. Because deep down, I know that I'm simply not enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it becomes quite clear um, why I was really hesitant to do this. Um, because it's super personal. Um, but I think this could really help someone, anyone who has no idea about how thought patterns and just in general, like, like what, what stuff you talk, like think about when you have an eating disorder, because I think there are so many little thought processes going on in everyday situations that people don't even think about. So it's just like so out of touch with reality in that kind of sense that it's, I think, first of all, a little interesting to hear. And second of all, important to hear because you would never think that a person would think that much. And let me tell you that this this was six pages, but that was really compromised. That was a really, really compromised version of my thought processes because 
like these small monologues that I'm made with myself were happening 24-7. Like from the moment that I woke up to the moment that I went to bed and even like during the night, even my sl- like even my dreams were about these things. So it was just extremely exhausting. Not even not eating part was fine, honestly, at one point. But the thinking part was just consuming me to an extent that is undescribable. And I think the main takeaway from this is that um, this is the be- like I think at this point I'm like the best example of the fact that you create your own mind or the space in your mind in that kind of sense because you can really learn and unlearn to think in a certain way and to then (laughs) like obviously act in a certain way because we program ourselves to think in a certain way and we have to do that and like in the beginning in a really active way and then at some point it becomes like our routine it becomes um the default option in that kind of sense but before that happens you have to like actively go against it or actively go towards it so it is just a really really exhausting process that people underestimate so when i was getting healthy again i had to unlearn how to think in this way that i just described to you and it was super weird also going or tapping back into this because i literally like like i spend a year going against this every single day and every single second and I think also I didn't give myself enough credit for this in the past because as soon as you learn a new way of thinking you adapt that so quickly and then that becomes your new normal in that kind of sense and then you don't really even think about the past version of thinking or of your thinking this shift happened so quickly I did not give myself enough credit because making the shift in itself is so exhausting and so like also it it consumes you so much and i'm just really really proud of myself i have to say because it was super emotional writing this because i really had to like tap like and by writing this i realized how close this is like this is not long ago that i thought in this way is one and a half years ago it's not even it's not that old so it's just literally crazy to me how much you can change in such a short amount of time and this this is also my message for this episode like make sure that your mind is a nice place to be in because this controls everything it controls how you act it controls how you are it controls how you feel about the world like because we are in charge of our own happiness and i hated the saying when i was sick i hate it when people said that to me like you're you're the creator of your own reality. You're like in charge of your own happiness and stuff. And I hated that when people said that because I was like, I, I don't, on the one hand, I do want to recover. And do you think that I, like, that I chose to be miserable my entire life? No, I didn't. But to some extent, I also did, you know? If that switch doesn't happen and you don't choose to like recover, it's hard in itself, as we have discussed multiple times in the past. But I just want you all to take this to heart and maybe think about your thought patterns and the way you view the world and the way you view yourself and the way that you talk to yourself because the way that you talk to yourself is so important for how you actually act or how you are also perceived by others and perceived by yourself so i just 
yeah, I just really, really hope that this helps someone and that this little day in the life can shed light onto, yeah, the eating disorder world. But yeah, I hope you enjoyed and I hope you have a nice day. And yeah.